You know, Taylor, sometimes when, you know, podcasting and working and life just gets in the way, I can't think about what I'm going to flambe or chiffonade or anything like that. So, you know, recently I decided to look into HelloFresh because every week they send me however many meals I want because, you know, sometimes I'm just lazy and I want to think about meal prep. And, you know, they send great meals. And again, it's prepackaged, easy to make. And on top of all that, it's cheap with inflation. It's cheaper than going to the store and buying ingredients for two meals right now. So, have you ever used HelloFresh? I have, because I hate to cook. I don't even know what chiffonade or whatever the hell you just said even means. Uh, What I love about HelloFresh is that they send you exactly what you need. If they say you need cabbage, then they send you cabbage. They say you need just this much honey, then they send you just that much honey. It's always perfectly portioned, exactly what you need, every time. It's amazing. I absolutely love HelloFresh, and it saves my ass from week to week. Exactly. So if you're like me and you hate to cook, or if you're like Kevin and you love to cook, but you just flat out don't have time, check out HelloFresh. If you use our special link to sign up, which is cultusplat.com slash HelloFresh, you can get 16 free meals. 16. That's so many. Not only that, you also get free shipping on your first box and three surprise gifts. Head to cultusplat.com slash HelloFresh and sign up today. everyone welcome to another episode of cult of splat i am your host as always my name is taylor bartle uh normally i say as always with me is my co-host kevin nisgoda but uh for once he's not here uh he is mia we don't really know where he is but luckily i am joined by max zaleski Hey, it's me. I'm I'm That's Max you. Zaleski. Hey, it's me. Uh, I am a, a, a wrestling figure. Uh, I work in games, uh, and uh, I have also done podcasts in the in the past. So, uh, you know, this isn't new new ground. This ain't my first rodeo, as they say in the in the biz. That's what they say, Taylor. I don't know if you. Know they that. do say that. They do say that. Uh, as I, I said, I'm, it, I'm, in the, I'm in the biz, so I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was just letting you. I was just letting the 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 listeners and then the viewers know that that's what we say in the biz. We don't right. want to, you know, we don't want to, uh, uh, we don't want to break kayfabe too much. But yeah, uh, we are live right now. We were going to do this on Moment or Moment House. I think they changed their name from Moment House to Moment. Um, but I mean, I'll pull back the curtain. We didn't sell any tickets, so we're, we do we. Pulled a Bill O'Reilly and said, fuck it, we'll do it live on YouTube. Hey, and you know what? You know what, Moment House? I understand that mortgages are, mortgage rates are really, really, really high, but you didn't have to sell your house, okay? (laughs) But, (laughs) I don't know where I'm going with this, but let me tell you. That uh, you know, it it, we're gonna do it live and and it's gonna be fine uh, because we're doing it now. It's far too uh, in the middle of it to stop right now. So we're going to go ahead and do it. Yeah. And we're just going to give it away for free because yeah, everything else we do on the show, we give away for free. So free, free 99 is my favorite number. That's right. Don't forget uh, barkbox.com slash cult (laughs) display. (laughs) 
is that a that's a that that that's a doggy thing, right? Yes, it's a monthly subscription box for your for your four legged friend. Mm, well, only one type of four legged friend, the dog. It's it is dog exclusive, unfortunately. Yeah, so there's other animals that are four four legs that have four legs. By the way, most so, of them, in fact, most of them. So actually, like BarkBox is really just a really really small demographic. It's a niche. Yeah, they're really <laughs> fucking up. <laughs> They're very discriminatory. <laughs> very discriminatory. <laughs> okay, well, today, uh, me and Max are going to be talking about a absolute classic, the 2001 comedy Super Troopers by Broken Lizard. And this is actually going to be kicking off a Broken Lizard month on Cult of Splat. Uh, if you can believe it, every Broken Lizard movie is rotten on Rotten Tomatoes. And we're going to talk about all of them. Well, not Puddle Cruiser. Um, you you say all of them is 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 there a the guys that made Super Troopers didn't make like like a second Super Troopers right they're just gonna go on no. to the third. Well, I don't know why you would make a second one when the first one's perfect. That's that's what I'm saying. Uh, but happy uh, happy Broken Lizards month. Uh, Broken Lizard. Uh, they they did um. Oh, Club Dread? No. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they did yes. Club Dread, yes. Um, which I believe I was too young to see when it first came out, which is a weird thing really? to say now. Um, and it was like a pseudo-horror, right? They, mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like horror a, comedy, yeah. slasher. Yeah, I, didn't, I still haven't seen it, so. Oh, really? Oh, that, yeah. it's fantastic. I mean, obviously, that's in my wheelhouse, but it's, uh, it's quite possibly my favorite. Mm. Mm. <laughs> uh, so critics score uh rotten tomato meter on this movie is 36 percent the fuck do credits know? Shut how does that make up. you feel max awful it's very stupid so many movies like especially in like genre movies like especially horror and comedies like they're so subjective that when you get a movie that just like you know obviously super troopers is a classic and uh, and and a cult classic but like when you're looking at comedies that uh uh you know like like austin powers right austin powers is, at least the first two are really really funny and hold up pretty well today uh but i'm sure that the critics hated it hated those movies as well um so what did the critics know they, they don't know nothing I mean, any movie that's that's remotely silly usually gets slapped down by critics because you know they got their heads so far up their own asses that mm. it is not high cinema. Mm. That's right, it's it's lowbrow. Uh, well, I mean, I can tell you what the critics think because the critics consensus says a more miss than hit affair. Super Troopers will most likely appeal to those looking for something silly. What did I just say? So uh, it was was one of these uh, 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 like sis, like sis, uh, Siskel and Ebert did, did they did they talk about this movie? Uh, probably I don't have their review because I'm of me, sure but... I'm I'm sure that they hated it and now one of them's dead. So <laughs> <laughs> so who's laughing now? <laughs> yeah, I am because I just watched Super Troopers. <laughs> uh, yeah, audience score ninety percent. Yeah, like. Most of the time, the majority sucks, right? Uh, but in this instance, they do not. They're, they are correct. Yeah, I mean, honestly, that's lower than I would think, because I don't think I know anybody who doesn't love this movie. 
Yeah, I mm, yeah, I I don't know anybody who because I because I was telling people that, you know, I was going to, you know, I had to rewatch Super Troopers cuz I was going to be talking about it for a bit. And they were like, "Yeah, man, I love that movie. They haven't seen it in a while, but they but they love it," which is I think that's that's common for uh, a lot of um, like a lot of cult comedies uh, uh, and, and cult classics. Uh, a lot of people are just like, "Oh yeah, I remember seeing that you know a decade ago or or, or whatever," and I haven't seen it since. Uh, right. But Super Troopers is is pretty much on my on my. I typically try to watch it like once a year or so. It's it's just good and fun and uh, instantly quotable. Yeah, and I think it holds up. Yeah, uh, we, you know, I, I, I just brought up, um, I just brought up uh, Austin Powers, and there's some jokes in the in the second movie that don't really land as 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 well in 2022 or 2021, whenever I watched it. Um, but like, I, I, I was specifically watching Super Troopers in like the lens of 2022, and I don't think that there's anything that could be considered like problematic now, like nowadays. Right. Uh, uh, whereas a lot of like early, you know, late nineties, early two thousands have misogyny up and down and, you know, transphobia and all that good stuff mm-hmm. uh, or all the bad stuff. Sorry. Uh, but you know, it's, it's, uh, uh, I don't think there's anything in super troopers that, that would be considered problematic, which is not a, a not a problem. Uh, if, if a movie made in the, 90 you know 90s or the 2000s or late or earlier uh have issues that's just like the sign of the times but uh specifically i was watching and there was nothing you know nothing that could be called upon yeah um the imdb short synopsis says five vermont state troopers avid pranksters with a knack for screwing up try to save their jobs and outdo the local police department by solving a crime that's actually a pretty good IMDb synopsis. A lot of them are just like either so bare bones that they couldn't be wrong or they are just blatantly wrong. <laughs> They're like either either way too vague or way too specific and wrong. Yeah, like some of them I think somebody saw a trailer and was like, I get it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can write a synopsis. Yeah, sure. I, I know this movie. Yeah. Weird, weird that Dumbledore show shows up. That's wild. <laughs> okay, so should we talk about it? Uh, yeah, that's what I'm here to do. All right. I was hoping this go to might show up before we dove in, but he's still not here, so we're going to dive right in. Uh, the movie opens in Vermont, somewhere near the border, which I, I guess is the Canadian border. Uh, we yeah. see Sweet Lou... Joey Kern, uh, along with with two other dudes, and they're just stoner bros, and they're talking about, you know, if, if you own a house on the beach, like, do you own the beach? Like, do you own the sand and the and the water? No, 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 you, no, no nobody owns the beach. No, the you can't own bit. the water. Yeah. That's God's water. That's God's water. <laughs> and then they talk about like if if there's a hot chick. And she's in in she's in the water. Do you own the do you know do do you own her? And I'm like, <laughs> you don't own the girl. <laughs> you don't own the girl, man. Uh, the other two are Andre Vipolis and Jeffrey Arend. And that Jeffrey Arend, he's been in lots of things, but like I am having such a hard time placing him. And I feel like he's married to someone 
above him. <laughs> uh, Christina Hendricks. Oh, that, yeah, that's right. Yep. That's a weird pairing. Yeah, I mean, you know, a lot of us swing out of our strike zone. <laughs> so, I mean, hey, if they're happy, that's all I care yeah, about. Yeah. Uh, he was in like the ringer and garden state 500 years. Uh, sorry. 500 days, days of summer. Yeah. The angry he, birds he, movie. Whoa. Oh, of course. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. Talk yeah. They're like, what if, this, what if, what if the girl breaks her leg on your beach? <laughs> and he's like, she could sue me. <laughs> sue, sue me. Sue me. Sue me. <laughs> Uh, once again, the movie is, is, is so insanely quotable. Oh yeah. Like already. But so this police car pulls up next to him. We see, uh, these two state troopers, Ramathorn and rabbit. And the guys notice them and they're like, shit, quick, get rid of the weed. Like just eat it. And so the dude in the backseat just like eats this whole bag of weed and then Sweet Lou's like, hey, if you don't mind, it pulls up this bag of mushrooms. He's like, no way, I'm not going to eat a bag of mushrooms, too. And then, like, he just eats this bag of mushrooms. And then Joey Kern's like, one more thing? It's a second bag of weed. He's like, no, I can't do that. That's and he's like, no, <laughs> there's no way. So he throws it out the window, real, like, tries to be all casual, like, you know, kind of stroke his hair back in yeah. one motion. <laughs> Very, you using subterfuge. Yeah, but so the cops hit the lights, light them up, pull them over. Ramathorn uh, comes up to the driver's side window, and he's like, you know how fast you were going? He goes like 65? 63. 63. Isn't the speed limit 65? <laughs> you know why I pulled you over today? Littering. He like pulls out the, the little bag. Littering and... <laughs> Literally, Literally and... And... and the guy in the backseat is just like starting to trip at this point. So they do like the the voice echo littering and 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 yeah, and there's like you can hear children giggling, yep. <laughs> smoking the reefer, and then the reefer. Oh, so they're caught, <laughs> yeah. And so he goes, he bends down to pick up his registration, and when he pops back up, the car is gone, and they like take off and they're like, oh. Man, it must have been like a double homicide or something. Joey Kern's like, I was just about to pull out my knife and bust a bust cap that. in that pig's ass. <laughs> Suddenly, the police car slams on the brakes, pulls it into reverse, gets back behind him. They're like, pull over. He's like, I'm already pulled over. I can't pull over pull any further. further. <laughs> and they're, they're, like, all, they're all high. They're all oh, high. Yeah. The guy in the back is is stoned and out of his mind on shrooms. Yeah. And so they come up to the window and it, it's like the exact same conversation. He's like, you know how fast you were going? 65? 63. <laughs> the guy in the back's like, I am freaking out, man. And Rabbit goes, you are freaking out, man. Man. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, and then Thorne's like, you smell that? Fear. Fear. <laughs> Which is such a good deadpan delivery. Ugh. Yeah. But then suddenly this white Miata just goes flying by. And so they get in the car. And we see like they've got the stoners in the back seat. And they're in, now in this high speed chase with this Miata. 
And uh, they, I, the way the scene plays out is so good because, like, you see the car kind of veer off on an exit, and you just see Thorn and Rabbit both in unison, just <laughs> yeah, both turn their head to the camera, and just the way it's done is so good. Um. Oh, I forgot. Sweet Lou asked the guy, he's like, you didn't eat both those bags, did you? And the guy's like, call Guinness. <laughs> he's like, I'm going to need 130 bucks. <laughs> Not cool, man. Not cool. Um, yeah, so he, this white Miata is flying by and there's, there's another cop car pulled over. But we see that the police officer in the driver's seat is actually a dummy. And the officer Foster is off fishing. <laughs> And as he like gets in, he kind of puts the dummy's head out the window, and the Miata clips it and just takes the dummy's head off. Yeah, yeah, pull, yeah, pulls the hereditary and <laughs> takes the head off. But so they follow this white Miata to this little bar. He gets out, runs into the bar. They chase him, which is a really good they, shot because it's 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 a oneer. They 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 uh, they get into the they they get into the uh, uh, the the parking lot. They all get out of the car, and then the camera follows them into the bar, and then the you know the camera switches over. But like that shot must have been pretty difficult because there you know there's a lot of action happening. There's a like a, a lot of rocks kicking up from from the from the uh, from the road and everything, getting into yeah. the the bar, and uh, uh, ultimately it's a another police or uh, another highway patrolman. Yeah. It's officer Mac officer Mac. And he's got shots lined up on the bar and they pay him. So apparently this is like a game they play. And since he got to the restaurant first, he beat him. He, so he, he wins and he lines up the shots and he just, he takes them all. I think there's four to five. Yeah. And he's just like, Oh, you guys are on duty. Sorry. Yeah. I love it. In the background, you can hear someone go, that's a lot of hooch. (laughs) That's a lot of hooch. (laughs) But then they're like, um, on the radio is Officer Farva. And he's just like, you know, did you, did you get that white Miata? And they're like, yeah, we got him. Don't worry about it. And he's like, what about those dopers you picked up? And so we see the guys in the backseat. And the one dude that was that ate all the mushrooms and stuff is licking the glass between the front and back seat. And he's just like, the snozberries taste like snozberries. Which is probably the most quoted line uh, in in the entire movie. Uh, like, I I feel that er- that that people who don't even know about Super Troopers know about Snozberries. Well, because it's a line from Willy Wonka. Mm, this movie is <laughs> better than Willy Wonka. Well, yes, I agree with that. But... <laughs> but suddenly, Mac runs out in his like wig and his his full Miata outfit, his Miata life outfit. And he gets in the cop car, and he's just like, "You boys like Mexico?" Woo-wee! <laughs> he just like starts doing donuts. Yep. And then title card. Title card. Very uninspired title card. It's just a. I don't. It's it's not impact font, but it's one of those like super basic fonts. And yeah, I mean, it was too. But it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Life was different back then. So we cut to 
uh, the guy's at a restaurant and they are chugging maple syrup. <laughs> One, two, three, do it. <laughs> and it, oh, Thorn, Thorn and Rabbit are racing. And I don't, I don't know how they shot this because it looks like they're chugging maple syrup. It doesn't look yeah. like it's anything else. Yeah, I I guarantee it wasn't because my my fingers started to go numb, like watching <laughs> the scene, just thinking about the amount of sugar. Uh, 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 but it looks really, 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 really uh, good. It, it looks thick and viscous. Uh, you know, uh, uh, and Ramathorn, uh, Thorny has like this thick mustache. So when he go, you know, they they do like a a, a close up on his face, and he, you know, do it, and that's that's another like pretty, uh, pretty uh, synonymous thing with the movie is that everybody has shitty mustaches or like thick mustaches because like Farva's is awful, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but but Thorny's is amazing, so. And but Rabbit hasn't grown his because he's a rookie, and Foster apparently yeah. can't grow one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which is funny because I'm I'm looking at uh, Paul Soder, uh, who plays Foster. I'm looking at his headshot, and he has a mustache. Oh, really? He has a goatee <laughs> in Club Dread. So. Oh yeah, yeah. But so um, there, uh, Thorny finishes his first, and he's like, "I am all that is man." <laughs> Which is something I say all the time. I quote that all the time. Uh, That's a good one. I, I mean, I am all that is man. Oh, it's so good. Um, yeah, and they start telling uh, Rabbit that he's you know he's never going to win like that because he's got to he's got to open his throat and relax yeah, his and jaw. Relax jaw and cup. And balls. Max is like, don't forget to cup the balls. balls. <laughs> and he's got uh, t- tiny little thin bird lips. Yeah. Yeah, so much so of Thorny's power is derived yeah. right here. Right here. <laughs> Meanwhile, there's a local police officer named Ursula up at the counter, and Ursula, she's come in, Ursula. <laughs> <laughs> she, uh... she's eating pancakes and she's trying to put syrup, but the syrup thing is empty. And so she asks the waitress, and the waitress like just points at the guys and is like, "Sorry." <laughs> of course. <laughs> and she's like, "Why couldn't they just chug ketchup?" And Foster, who you can already tell is just completely smitten with Ursula. And he's just like, good thing you don't, didn't order hash browns. I mean, if they had been chugging cats up. Cats up, yeah. And you 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 can tell, you can tell that he's gonna be the dork. And it's and it plays out like through the entire movie, is is it's just so funny the amount of times that he stumbles over himself uh to be uh to like to get himself in front of Ursula, right? Yeah. So yeah, we see the rest of the um, the local police, the Spurberry police, including Chief Grady, who was played by Mister Kruger from Seinfeld. Yep, <clears throat> Kruger. He's also in RoboCop Three. I don't know if I saw Three. I don't remember Three, but it's on his IMDb. Damn it! All right. <laughs> But they walk up to him and he's like, oh, good, waiter. Uh, I'll have the enchilada platter with two tacos and no guacamole. And right. uh, this other this other cop's like, yeah, I'll take a chinchilla. <laughs> Which that uh, that uh, that cop looks uh, shockingly like pro wrestler uh, Shane Mercer. The the Iron yeah. Demon. <laughs> yeah. 
a very like cut top uh, uh you know everything and his face is like kind of pointed super funny uh uh but that's because uh the cops think that thorny is mexican yeah <laughs> and rabbit's like you're not mexican he says he's from ecuador does he say yeah yeah i'm i'm pretty sure he says that that no no i'm from ecuador and then it just gets to the next scene <laughs> I mean, he's played by the director, Jay Chandrasekhar, who, I mean, is obviously Indian. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I love that there's an officer whose last name is Rando. Officer Rando, yeah. <laughs> but we see Rando get hit in the face with a syrup bottle. And, like, he gets all pissed off, and Max just, like, sit down, Rando, and then hits him in the face with another one. <laughs> and they start so they- just, like brawling in the middle of this restaurant scuffle and then the great brian cox comes the original in. hannibal lecter <laughs> oh yeah uh comes in and 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 you know pulls pulls everybody apart yeah they love ellie tells grady uh he goes i'm sorry they get that syrup in them they get all <laughs> antsy and they're pantsy <laughs> uh antsy in the pantsy but so back at the station Rabbit is singing this song, which apparently is like a hazing thing. Uh, Farva is off getting coffee. And he comes in and he's just like, did I miss the song? Sing it again, rookie, rookie biatch. biatch. And it's it's very, you know, if you've never seen Super Troopers, like, how are you listening or watching this? Uh, but uh, 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 they all hate Farva. Like, because he's dispatch and he's He's like your stereotypical like mid nineties like clean clean cut cop from every TV show, uh, you know, and he's you know very you know what you know by by the numbers, and uh, he's very annoying, which makes it so much funnier that uh, Kevin Heff- Heffernan is super funny and super nice in real life. <laughs> Yeah, well, Favre is also reckless, as we come to find out. The reason he's on radio is because he got suspended for the school bus incident. Which they never... They never really say what the incident was, but they bring it up twice. Well, they show it in a mid-credits scene. Oh. Wow. They actually show, like, uh, dash cam footage of it. Whoa. Hey, Marvel stealing shit from uh from super troopers <laughs> how dare you seven years prior to iron man what a wild world but so farva comes in with the coffees and he's got one that says uh it, it's a stupid rookie i think stupid rookie <laughs> no no this, <laughs> one, this one this one he's like no that was rabbits yeah okay i got it i got it <laughs> rabbit takes it it's got like a whole bar of soap floating in it he's just like oh a bar of soap. I got you good, you fucker. <laughs> so they're doing like their 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 morning meeting, right? Uh, before before the start of the day. So they're all like they're drinking coffee and and like they're all talking amongst themselves uh, while uh, 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 Captain Brian O'Hagan, Cox. Brian Cox. Uh, you know, he he's trying to talk over everybody. He's like, "Oh, give it to me!" <laughs> he takes a yeah, bite. Yeah, because you, you hear Mac be like, "Bite it, make him look like a dick." Yeah, Come on, bite it, just bite it. 
<laughs> and so finally he cock scraps it. He's like, oh, oh God, God. and spits <laughs> it at Mac. <laughs> and so he's like telling the guys, like he's, he says, you know, we are at risk of getting shut down. So basically we need to get our numbers up. He says, you know, I, Foster says, I can't make him speed. And he says, we'll try hiding. <laughs> right. So they, they got to bump their numbers up. He's like, all right, let's get out there. Let's let's do our job. Let's kick some ass. Farva, your suspension continues. Continues. <laughs> Which is such a great line delivery because you 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 can see Farva go, huh? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he like perks up. He's like, oh. <laughs> so funny. Oh, God. <clears throat> but so they see the lo- locals have this guy pulled over on the highway. And they're just like, oh, local Smokies on our turf. Let's, you know, light them up. Let them know that this is this is our our area. And so you the guys, locals leave. You, you guys forget what color your car is? But why? Yeah. And I love that you can see him. He's got his hand out the window. Yeah. And he just has a middle finger up. <laughs> just like super casually. But why? But why? But so uh, they're like, all right, how about cat game? And Foster's like, oh, what's the record? And Mac's like, uh, I think I think it was Thorny. So Thorny did six, but I think you can do ten. Yeah. Foster goes starting right, meow. <laughs> so so they get up to the car, and it's Jim Gaffigan. Yeah, man. And yeah, Foster is just like he's trying to sneak meow into the conversation and so like he asked him for his license registration and he's like hurry up meow yeah <laughs> until finally jim gaffigan is just like laughing he's like is there something funny boy i don't know why he has this accent <laughs> right it's nowhere else in the movie <laughs> no and i don't know why like did he think that if he used the accent it would hide the meows better hide the meow yeah meow but so, yeah, i mean so I finally can... jim gaffigan's like are you saying meow it's like am i saying meow <laughs> Do I look like a cat to you, boy? Am I jumping around from tree to tree all nimbly bimbly? Nimbly, <laughs> Which is also, I use nimbly bimbly all the time, too. I think this movie has permeated into my brain so deep that I don't even remember that it's from Super Troopers. I just say shit from the movie that I was like, oh, yeah, I guess that's from Super Troopers. Yeah, I was watching it this morning, and there was a couple times when I was like, oh, that's where I got that's that where, from. Yeah. Um, but finally he's just like, you know, stop laughing, right meow. And so he writes him a ticket and as they're going to leave, Mac's like, mm, that's mm-hmm. only nine. <laughs> and so he just sticks his head in the window and goes, meow, meow. <laughs> Which doesn't count. <laughs> it shouldn't. It shouldn't. Uh, but he does still get the record because the record yeah. was apparently six. So, yeah. so, so he, he, he at least got nine. <laughs> yeah. We'll give him credit for nine. Back at the station, Rabbit is washing a car, and Farva comes in. He's like, oh, thanks for washing my car, Rook. And he goes and starts telling him the story about uh, Charlie Rich, who I guess was a country singer, who won a bunch of country music awards, and then one year he lost to John Denver. Yeah. And so he pulled out his lighter, and he set the country music award on fire. Apparently this is true. Like, this all really happened. Yeah. And 
so he tells rabbit he's like you know you, do you get what i'm saying rabbit's like you're saying you're gonna set my country music award on fire <laughs> far was like i'm saying when my suspension's up you better watch your ass or you'll set my ass on fire <laughs> that line is funny but the delivery is so much funnier so much funnier <laughs> and then they like they get like nose to nose and they're like barking back and forth at each other and you just hear Farva go oh you smell pretty <laughs> he's so close <laughs> and so then thorny comes in and he's like we've got a you know 1092 or whatever he's like you want to take this one rod rod's like hell yeah because yeah i bet you I bet do you do <laughs> which is once again two or three times during the movie he perks up and he's all oh. <laughs> which is it's hilarious yeah and then Thorny, like, you know, dukes the hazards over the hood and just, like, slides right off. He's like, nice wax job, Rook. <laughs> yeah. Which looked like it hurt. That's, it was yeah. very, very slick. <laughs> um, so they they go to this this 1092 or whatever the, the code was, and there's this Winnebago on the side of the road. Winnebago. And the local concert, that comes later. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Spoilers! Uh, the local cops are already there. And they open the door and they see there's this dead girl on the on the floor of the Winnebago. And they, you know, they're arguing with the local guys. And suddenly they hear something in the, the bedroom area. You know, it's got one of those foldable plastic doors. Accordion doors. Yeah, and it's like rattling. And so they're like, hey, you know, whoever's in there, come out. Nothing happens. So they pull open the door and there's this big fat pig that just like runs out and starts going crazy. An actual pig, not a cop. <laughs> right. And I, this isn't like a little pot belly pig or a teacup no, pig or anything. Like this a, is a, like a, yeah, this is like a, you know, blue metal or blue ribbon at the fair kind of pig. And so they like bail out. <laughs> Thorny's like glamour pet. <laughs> And so Mac shows up and he's like, sounds like you guys got a hog problem. <laughs> and Rabbit's like, be careful. He's angry. And Mac goes, he's angry. <laughs> Storms into the Winnebago. Yeah. Which starts like rocking back and rocking forth. And... <laughs> and he comes out and he's got like blood trickling down his mouth. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, um, he's like, you guys know there's a dead girl in there? <laughs> But so they, once again, you know, start chirping each other until it finally just breaks out in this huge brawl. Eventually, Thorny and Ursula are, like, negotiating. Thorny's like, you know, I'll, I'll give you, or give me the fat guy for Foster and the, the stupid-looking guy for Rabbit. She's like, you're going to have to be a little more specific. They're all pretty fat and stupid-looking. <laughs> but so they go back to the station, and Brian Cox starts just chewing him out. He says, you know, I told you to be good, and you get in a goddamn battle royale with the local police. Uh, and he says, you know, the locals are taking a jurisdictional grievance against them. Even though he says, you know, it was, it was a murder on the highway. This was handed to you on a silver platter, and, and you just gave them the investigation. M meanwhile, they're, they have Rabbit in a locker, and they're just spraying him with shaving cream. <laughs> cream. Uh, as soon as uh, Brian Cox leaves... 
they open the door and he comes out and he's just head to toe shaving cream. He's like, I guess I'll take a shower. And then he gets towel whipped by, by Mac <laughs> one, one last time. He's like, whoo! <laughs> so uh, I guess probably the next day they're at this little league game. Thorny's coaching one of the teams. And his son is on the team, his son Arlo. And he's talking to his girlfriend and she's like, you know, if, if you guys get shut down, maybe you can hang around here and maybe you can get a job in my shop. And Thorne's like, I don't know. Retired cop gets a job at his girlfriend's head shop. Head shop. Little too sitcommy for me. <laughs> <laughs> but so Arlo comes up to bat and Rando and a couple of the other local cops are in the crowd on the other side. And Rando's just like, Hey, pitcher, you know, does baseball That's, signs. Yeah. And so the kid throws it Arlo's head. Bottom of the 13th. Good Lord. Uh, Two outs. Yeah. But so this kid throws it Arlo's head twice. And I love all the um, state troopers all have like the most random candy. Like Mac is eating a lick stick. Yeah. Which I don't know if they even still make. Yeah. Rabbit had something that looked like a paintbrush that you like dipped in some kind of jelly and then licked. Yep. Is that a thing? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 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 those used to be like sold at, at like uh, corner stores and, and all that good stuff. Don't know that I've ever seen that before. But uh, Foster goes to get a snow cone and Ursula is there. And he's like, hey, Charlie's angel. Which is just so cringe already. Once she's again, like, sh- you know, showcasing how how bad he is at talking to her. Yeah, and she's like, "Congratulations, you're the millionth person to say that to me." He says, "Oh, what do I win?" And she's like, "Oh, your your own snow cone, your own snow cone." But he says, "Hey, that was a lot of fun at that Winnebago fight. You know, maybe maybe we could do that again sometime." So she says, "Okay, you you can sock me in the face." And I don't know what either of them planned on <laughs> happening at this moment. Cause she like takes his snow cone and like, you know, puts her cheek out, closes her eyes. Yep. And he, he like looks like he's going to sock her. Yeah. But instead but gets suddenly, hit by a foul ball. <laughs> yeah. Arlo fouls off the ball, hits her right in the face, but she thinks that it was him. Yeah. What, what the shit? So she like takes his snow cone, dumps it on his head. He's like, what? Why? Why? <laughs> Which is such a... It's so sad. Why? <laughs> Meanwhile, they order Rando just the biggest cotton candy you've ever seen in your life. And... Whatever you're picturing, it's it's bigger. Yeah. Sure. But so the guy behind him is just like, hey, buddy, you, you want to move that? Now? And he says, hey, pink stick, eat it or lose it. And so finally the guy snaps and he just like starts shoving it on the guy's head. And he's like, how's the view from sugar heaven, bitch? And like, it it looks like he's like trying to plunge it on the guy. <laughs> yeah, he's like, <laughs> it's clearly not real cotton candy because that no. wouldn't happen. <laughs> But so back at the Spurberry police station, Ursula is the only one there. And Foster shows up with this file. He says, I'm, I'm looking for Chief Grady. I have some files for him. 
And she's like, well, you know, he's not here, but I can take him. And he's like, hmm, what about Officer Rando? And she's like, nope, I'm the only one here. So he gives her the file and it's completely empty. It's just an empty folder. And she's like, what the hell is this? And he goes, so you originally from Vermont or? <laughs> Spitting some game. You come here often? <laughs> but so she says, you know, you've, you've got a lot of nerve coming in here like this. And he says, oh, yeah, I got brass buns. Yeah. Not brass balls, brass buns. Brass buns. And she says, oh, you should join the band. <laughs> Just shutting him down left and right. And he's like, what are these cells? Eight by eight? Ours are nine by nine. No big deal. No big deal. <laughs> And then she says, you know, something about how all like the, the pranks and stuff that they play and all the stories about the the highway patrol guys. And he says, oh, those stories are mostly lies, except for the one about ACDC, about us pulling over ACDC's bus and them taking us down to Jamaica to party with them. That one's true. <laughs> That's what happens when you jo- join the highway patrol. We show you the funny. <laughs> <laughs> Which wasn't that like TBS's slogan or something at one point? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like... Uh, TNT, we know drama. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but so Mac and Foster, yes, are they're driving along and driving along, driving they're along. driving along, they're driving along <laughs> and they see these local guys and so they call in <laughs> like Hey, radio. Farva's is like, don't call me radio. <laughs> oh, Farva. But these local guys like pull up next to this big truck, this semi truck calling Bunty Soap. And the guy goes right by a weigh-in station. And so Mac and Foster hit the lights, pull them over. Um, at this moment, we had, well, I had planned to do the first ever three-man <laughs> splatter piece theater. But since someone decided not to show up today, uh, we can't very well do that. And I don't think we want to do separate voices or something. <laughs> no. No, we, we, but, but like, it, it showcases the, 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 the creativity of, of the writers because they have like several different games that they've come up with and this one is called The Repeater. Yeah. But Mac asks Foster, he says, you know, what do you want to do a repeat? And he says, no, I, you know, I, I want to play it wanna, straight. Yeah, I was listening to the captain. You know, I, I want to pay it. I want to do what he said. I want to play it straight. Says, For O'Hagan. Okay. <laughs> For O'Hagan. And they kind of, and he kind of looks at him and he, and then they go. They go up to. The- <laughs> he gives him this look like, "You better not." You better. Yeah. <laughs> but so Foster goes up to the driver and he's like, "Good morning. Would you mind stepping down from there with your license and registration?" And then Max slides into frame. Good morning. It's like, "Good morning. Would you mind stepping down from there with your license and registration?" So this guy gets out of the truck. At first, at first Foster's like. Excuse me one second. Looks at Mac and goes, no. And Mac goes, excuse me one second. No? No. (laughs) 
I love the way that Mac turns it into questions. Yeah, yeah. But so this guy steps down, he gives him his license registration. He's like, you know, did, did I do something wrong? Because I know it wasn't speeding. Foster's like, why didn't you weigh in? Max says, yeah, why didn't you weigh in? <laughs> and this guy's like, oh, did I miss that weigh station? You know, I, I've been driving so long. Sometimes I, I just kind of space out, but I'll, I'll hit the next one, I promise. And Foster's like, what are you pulling back there? And Mac like kind of almost interrupts him. And he's like, what are you pulling back there? <laughs> and the guy's like, you know, just, just soap, I think. And Foster and Mac in unison are just like, why don't we take a look? <laughs> and the guy's like, oh, look, I'm on a tight schedule, I don't think. And Foster's like, um, he says, all right, let's, let's go, Mr. Galakanukas. Yeah. And Mac's like, yeah, you heard him. Mr. <laughs> let's, let's go, Mr. Galakanukum. <laughs> But but he but he's holding his idea idea away from him so he can't read it. It's hilarious. Yeah, Foster, Foster really keeps funny. like moving it back and forth. But so Gal Gala Galifanakis is like, you know, go ahead, get in the back. And Foster goes, Okay, silly dilly dokio, I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot. <laughs> and Max's like, Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> Thus losing the game. Yes. <laughs> but they get in. And Galifianakis locks the door on him. Foster's like, Mr. Galakinokis. And Max's like, Mr. Galakinokis. <laughs> Foster goes, eh, should have seen that one coming. Max's like, you should have seen that should've one seen coming. That one. <laughs> and then Foster goes, it is time to stop now, Mac. And Mac goes, it is time to stop time now? To now, Mac? Which is such smart ass. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Oh, <laughs> uh, to the 14th inning we go. Oh, God. <clears throat> so that's the first time that I had crabs. <laughs> yeah. Thorny and Rabbit go and open the door. That's, that's the first thing they hear. <laughs> Thorny opens the door and goes... Smells, smells like, like sex, sex in here. <laughs> and they just uh, laugh. They don't say anything. Yeah, yeah no, they don't. don't. Uh, so, you know, Thor Th Thorny asks, uh, you know, what happened? And he's like, oh, we got caught up ca playing the repeater. And he's like, that'll happen. And then they all say, that will happen. That will happen. <laughs> and it's so done in like, like, it was like second nature for them just to say it, which yeah. is so much funnier than it being like a script. Like obviously it was scripted, but like it didn't come off as like a, a, a them reading off a script. It just sounded like banter between, between coworkers. Right. But so Thorne tells him, look, next time this happens, I want you to stop, take a deep breath and pull your heads out of each other's asses. <laughs> But so they look to see what uh, what what the guys haul in, and they open up the boxes, and there's these big old bricks of, of cannabis, the marijuana, with, with a big sticker of a monkey holding a banana that looks like a penis. Yep, that, that's squirting. Yep, which is and the so, same monkey that was uh, on a tattoo on the dead girl's back oh, yeah, in the Winnebago. Yeah. I guess we forgot to mention that. Yeah, uh, Johnny Chimpo. John Chimpo. <laughs> <laughs> but 
but so they're they're meeting with the captain and they're telling him you know what happened and stuff and first they're like stacking up the the, the stinky pyramid as they call it <laughs> and rabbit's just like you know that, that's that's a lot of pot and Farva's like, think back to your days with the dead rabbit. Yeah. <laughs> Better lock this shit up, huh? Which is so dumb because like Farva's older than him. <laughs> but then Where'd I you love... learn that? Drug, Drug school. school. <laughs> I love, let me just see Thorn going. Yeah, and enhance. 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 <laughs> God, just, like, just print the damn thing. <laughs> Which is something I also say. God, maybe this movie is just me now. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, Rabbit says, you know, that oftentimes drug dealers will, will brand their product. And that's when Fire says, where'd you learn that, Cheech? Drug school? <laughs> I love the way he says that, too. Yeah. <laughs> but um, Brian Cox is like, what's the significance of this John Chimpo? <laughs> And they're like, oh, it's great. You know those really cheap Japanese cartoons? This is an even cheaper Afghani knockoff. Yeah. It's, it's Afghanistan animation. Afghanistan animation. <laughs> they say it's about a monkey that travels around the world doing nasty things, and his butler tries to stop him. <laughs> Which just sounds ridiculous. R- ridiculous, right? But also like something that would be out there in the world. Yeah, 100%. It's like like an Adult Swim <laughs> cartoon. Yeah, but so the mayor shows up, and he says, "You know, we we got a murder one day, a drug buck, a drug bust the next. I think we need all the police that we can get." And he says that the the governor is going to be coming by, and he's going to be throwing her a big party. So he's going to tell her all about this big drug bust and try to get her, you know, to kind of help them out in the budget area. He says, like, hey, we're, we're going to show her what we think of our police force in this neighborhood. Spread it on! Spread it on! I'm trying to figure out uh, the uh, the mayor is played by John Bedford Lloyd, who is a regular on Law & Order. Oh, really? For 30 years! Wow! Wow! Uh, Ozark, Gotham. What about movies? Yeah, I'm not seeing like any specifics, but like he he has one of those faces where when he's on a TV show, you're like, oh yeah, it's that guy. Right. So he does dramatic stuff mostly. Sounds like. Yeah. So the next day, uh, Thorn and Rabbit are out, and they've got Arlo in the back seat, and. Thorne is talking about his relationship with his girlfriend, saying that basically, you know, they sleep together, but they also see other people. And he's like, Arlo, does mom ever have any guys over that maybe you call uncle? And he's like, like Uncle Frank or Uncle Fred? Uncle, he's like, uncle Fred? Who's Uncle Fred? He's like, oh, he's this crazy pigeon on TV. Or he's this crazy bird on TV. Flies around like a pigeon. And this is one of those really dumb lines that I quote all the time where Thorne goes, Hey, he's a bird. He's a crazy bird. <laughs> <laughs> it means absolutely nothing. Yeah. But suddenly this Porsche just goes flying by the other direction. Playing awful, awful German techno music. 
Yeah, a song called Bitty Body Bitty Boo <laughs> by Bubbles. <laughs> Wow, wow, wow. God. It's real bad. It's just terrible. That's actually what it sounds like. Yeah. But so they pull this guy over, and Thorne has to stay with Arlo. So Rabbit goes and does a solo. And he looks into the, the seat and he notices that the wife in the passenger seat, she's got this like open top with her bra showing and like the bottom is all kind of unbuttoned and you can see her panties and he's just like, (laughs) but she's like, she says something to her husband in German and he like looks at rabbit and he's speaking German, but then you hear him say, "Mm, yummy, 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 yummy. (laughs) And rabbit's like, do you know why I pulled you over? And he says, cause we were driving very too fast. Too fast. Rabbit goes, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but he says, you know, I, I can't afford another ticket with mine Porsche. Mine He's Porsche. Like, maybe, maybe there is something we can do. Maybe there is something my wife could do. Maybe She's like, maybe there's something you would, like you would like me to do to you or you would like to do to me. Yeah. And Rabbit's like, you know, you were going... I think he says 90 and a 60 or something like that. And and she's like, hmm, sounds like some spanking and cuffing is in order. <laughs> because he's he's used to driving on the Autobahn. <laughs> on the Autobahn, uh, yeah. The Autobahn. <laughs> but then she gets out of the car, which you don't do unless a cop tells you to. But she just, like, gets out and puts her hands on the hood, and he starts patting her down and just, like, grabs her tits. <laughs> yeah. And she turns around and they start like making out. And meanwhile, Thorne has called it in to, to radio, radio Farva. And Farva told him that, that the car is stolen. So Thorne tells rabbit, he's like, look, any other day of the week, I would get in there and show you how to swing, but the car is stolen. We got to take him in. And as Thorne is talking, the husband has a feather. He's like yeah. sticking into Thorne's crotch. Yeah. He's like, cuckoo, cuckoo. <laughs> so Thorne tells him, you know, get out of the car and put your hands on the hood. And the guy's like, oh, now things are getting kinky. kinky. Yeah. <laughs> he tells him to spread them. And the guy's like, oh, huh? a little fun for both of us. <laughs> so at the Spurberry police station, uh, Officer Smy, who is the one that looks like Shane Thorne. Yeah. He First, comes out and he's like, hey, Ur- hey Ursula. What did I say? Shane- oh, I said Shane Thorne. Yeah. Wrong wrestler. <laughs> yep. My bad. Um, he tells her, hey, Ursula, how about refilling the TP? And she's like, oh, you know, did you, did you want me to wipe your ass for you? He's like, all I'm saying is that at my house, my wife knows to refill the TP. And she's like, I'm not your wife. He says, yeah, if you were, I'd take you down a peg or two. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's weird. Yeah. But so Grady's talking to Brian Cox. Actually, first you see Foster over there. And he's like, if you were my wife, I'd rub your feet every night until you fell asleep. <laughs> yeah. Once again, just weird. Down bad. Down, way down bad. <laughs> but so Grady and Brian Cox are talking. And Cox is like, you know, did you get anything more on that woman in the Winnebago? And Grady's like, yeah. Her name is Jane Doe. You heard of her? Real shit. But, real shithead thing. <laughs> Cox tells him about the, the John Chimpo connection. And uh, 
<laughs> Grady's like, are you suggesting a cartoon monkey is trafficking drugs into our town? <laughs> Can we get and a... Cox goes, and... Go ahead. Cox goes, I know you don't like, I know we don't like each other. And Grady goes, I like you. I like you. Very deadpan, very Leslie Nielsen. Yeah. Um, but so he, Grady gets on the phone. He goes, hey, can you round up uh, Johnny Chimpo and Jerry Giraffe and Artie the Alligator and bring them in for a lineup? I don't remember what Cox says, but Grady responds with desperation is a stinky cologne. Yeah. Which is, that's a line I say a lot. Yep. Yep. But he, Grady tells him, look, when, when you do get shut down and it's going to happen, come back. I'll give you a job. I can always use a good meter made. Yep. Which is like, if, if any of you are, are into in the know of like cop hierarchy, like a meter made is like the lowest of the low, like even below dispatch. Yeah, like, I don't even know, like, I would even consider a meter maid to be a police officer. I don't know who writes their checks, but. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but so that night, Rabbit goes in and he get, he puts on a wig and he steals the Porsche. Because when, when Mac was doing the Miata thing, he was like, when do I get to do stuff like that? And he's decided now is his time. Now is his time. So he's just like flying down the highway. Meanwhile, Farva is getting gas. And there's a promo that says free hot dog with a 10-gallon fill-up. And he gets to like 991 or something. Yeah. And then he just oh, 919. Pours, he pours, yeah, the, <laughs> pours the gas into like a, a trash bin. Yeah. He's like looking around, making sure nobody's watching. Yeah. Um, also, I looked at the thing and it said gas was 175. <sighs> That'd be nice, huh? Those were the days. Those were the days. <laughs> but so we see Mac like staring at this woman on a billboard, not even like a photo, like a painting. Yeah. Of this casino billboard. And the woman is blowing on dice. And so she's got like, you know, these puckered red lips. And he's staring at the lips in his rearview mirror and just jerking off jerking it. In, his, in his cruiser. Right when Rabbit, like he's, when he starts, he takes his, uh, his, <laughs> speedometer gun and like points it at his crotch which is such a funny gag it's so funny he gets up to 58 miles per hour (laughs) which like i don't know if that's possible but damn yeah and he like takes off his belt and puts it around his neck (laughs) right as rabbit flies by at 114 Max is like, oh no! <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> Chases after him, but uh, Farva has gotten ahead of him, blocks off the street, gets out with his gun drawn. He's like, get out of the car, fucker! <laughs> well, hello, <laughs> Shirley. <laughs> he notices it's Rabbit. Uh, back at Thorne's house, his girlfriend Bobby is just like, you know, we we can't move if you if you get shut down, you have to stay here because you know Arlo's got all these friends. <laughs> Thorne says, like who, the creepy kid with the lisp? <laughs> and then he, like you just see him look in the bed in the room, and he's like, stop jumping on the bed. So you think it's Arlo, That's right? And then he like your- he continues talking to Bobby, and then finally he's just like, hey, I said stop jumping on the bed. And pan over, and it's the two Germans. Yeah. They're both wearing nothing but bottoms underwear. Yeah. 
and the, the woman is just like yippee kaye motherfucker yeah because she's got on his hat and his like uh his his belt and everything yeah then um they're like you know do, do we better get back to the to the jail you don't want us turning into pumpkins pumpkins and bobby's just like can't they stay a little longer and thorn's like all right who wants a mustache ride i do i do at first the woman is like i find one i find one and then the man is like i do i do do. uh back at the spurberry police station ursula gets a call and it sounds it sounds like this elderly woman who's just panicking and she's like, there's a disgusting pervert going around flashing people. He's he's awful. She's like, he's, he's right outside 323 Karuna Street. Maybe you can see him. And so Ursula looks out the door and it's Foster. He's wearing a trench coat. He's got underwear underneath, but he like, you know, pretends to flash her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he gets on the phone. He goes, oh, he's so bulgy. He's like, he's a, like moose. a moose. <laughs> One of my favorite lines. Which is which is also something I say a lot. <laughs> He's so bulgy. He's like a mooth. Then he, he jumps back in front of the window and he's like dancing. And suddenly the shotgun goes against the back of his head. And this super deep voice is just like, freeze, motherfucker. Uh, drop your coat and touch your toes. I'm going to show you where the you wild, wild goose, goose goes. goes. <laughs> and he's like, Baby. please, I'm a, I'm a police officer. <laughs> Ursula, help. And then the voice goes, baby, I'm going to butter butter your your bread. bread. (laughs) He turns around Uh, and it's Ursula with this like voice modulator. And she's like, you don't have these at your station. Foster grabs it. He's like, you wouldn't happen to uh, have a clean player of shorts, would you? (laughs) And she says, I don't think you could fit into my panties. Ow. So they get to fucking sort of. They, they, they start. They start getting to the fucking, and she's like, you know, you can't tell anybody about this. He goes, I've already told my mom about you. Yeah, not something you want to say when you're hooking up with somebody at the, at the on the first on the first time, right? But so they go into that RV, and uh, she like goes to jump on him onto the bed, and it it breaks. And he goes, baby, you rocked, you rocked me. me. I was like, what the fuck does that mean? Yeah. Yeah, it's not like they're both clothed, so like yeah. they weren't they weren't doing it. And like, was that supposed to be a line? Like, is this supposed to be a turn on? Like, I don't know. <laughs> but they notice that underneath the bed, the planks of the bed are more of those big bricks of cannabis, and so. Um, they where am I oh uh, back at the um, highway patrol station they're kind of you know lamenting that they're probably going to lose their jobs when suddenly Foster comes in and he says you know I'm, I'm just out for a walk and I walk by the Spurberry police station and Bullshit. something feels off <laughs> Matt and Mac Mac catches up on it immediately. He's like, "Bullshit!" Yeah, but he's like, "So I, you know, I I go in there and I I feel I feel like there's something up with that RV, so I jimmy the lock, bullshit, and I I'm like, I got to get under that bed, so I smash it in, bullshit, 
And uh, he's like, you didn't think to call your partner? <laughs> but Brian Cox is like, so you broke into the police station, broke into a Winnebago, and smashed the bed all on a hunch. I'll believe that when me shit turns purple and smells like rainbow <laughs> sherbet. <laughs> you know, Rook, a good a good cop never knows why he does something. <laughs> Disregard that, rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> but so they're like, all right, so the cops got all this weed and they don't even know. And they're like, all right, we, we can do something with this. But Cox's like, all right, so no more bullshit. All right, Thorny, you're in charge. And Thorne's like, hey, you know, you, you can trust me, but I can't speak for the rest of these white devils. White devil. <clears throat> this um, is where Farva's suspension gets lifted because of uh, Rabbit. Or, uh, yeah. Because of, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, so Farva's back on the street. He's with Thorne now. Uh, we see Foster and Ursula banging in a cop car. But the steering wheel is jabbing her in the back. So they go and they get in the back seat. And as they're like making out, she's like, hey, Foster, in our squad car, someone has to let you out of the back seat. Ah, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> so the next day, Mac and Foster are going undercover. And, you know, Mac's like, well, you know, we, we can't take our car because you removed the door for some unexplained reason. <laughs> I told you. Was, <laughs> I told you. A, a group of kids must have removed it. It was, it was they, those kids they, with the wrenches. So they removed it while you were sitting in the dancing? <laughs> I think he says, like, the ballsy little fucks or something. Like <laughs> but so they go undercover as these truck drivers. They're both wearing these terrible wigs. But turns out neither of them can drive stick. So Thorne and Farva have this car pulled over and Farva's like, how about we pop a bunch of Viagra and issue tickets with raging mega huge oh. boners? Because <laughs> Farva just wants to be in on a joke. Right. And um, Thorne's just like, no, we're, we're not doing that. And <laughs> Farva's like, oh, check this out. I came up with a name for our car, right? Like your Ramathorn. I'm Rod Farva, car ramrod. And so Thorne's calling in this car that they pulled over. And Farva's like, say car ramrod. Say car. Say car ramrod. <laughs> yeah, it takes out a yellow notebook paper and holds it, holds up car ramrod. <laughs> and finally Thorne is like, all right, thank you. And he's like, you didn't say car ramrod. Oh, I forgot. Oh, I wrote God. it on the paper. <laughs> <laughs> Which like at, at, at some point you're feeling bad for Farva. <laughs> kind of <laughs> sort yeah but so far was like yeah like you know let me let me in on, let me let me do one of these games what, what what's the one you guys do or who can say pussy the most <laughs> and thor's like no actually it's you know who can say meow he's like meow i can say meow i can say moo for 20 bucks i'll call the guy a chicken fucker <laughs> and he starts getting out of the car <laughs> and thor's like easy rod easy easy rod, rod. <laughs> Farber runs up to the car and it's this like old old couple and he's just like license and registration chicken fucker Uh, which is actually his parents Kevin Heffernan's yep Ted Mosby sex architect 
<laughs> but so Car Ramrod goes to Dippus Burger. I think this is probably most people's favorite scene. Yep. Farva orders a double bacon cheeseburger. The shithead teenager behind the register, he's like, double bacon cheeseburger. It's for a cop. For a cop? What does that mean? Uh, I said it just so they'll make it extra good. So what, is he going to spit in it? No. All right. Give me a pie. Apple. (laughs) It it reminds me of, uh, of, oh, I don't, I think it was Zach and Mary make a porno where he's like, yeah, I'll take my, uh, I'll take a coffee black. (laughs) And the the guy, the guy behind the counter said, Craig Robinson. Yeah. He'll be like, that'll be 1072. White. White. (laughs) (laughs) But this guy's like, you want me to hold the spit on that too? Mm -hmm. Just kidding, Officer Farva. Mm -hmm. Hey, do you want to, do you want to dip a size your meal for only a quarter? If I was like, no, I don't want it. He's like, but it's only 25 cents. And look how much more you get. He says, do you want me to punch a size your face for free? free? Uh. I finally, the guy's like, okay, fine. You, you know, don't get it. He goes, okay, give me a liter of cola. He's like, what? <laughs> the look on this guy's face is just like utter confusion. He's like, what the fuck did you just say? Do we sell a liter of cola? <laughs> he leans to the microphone. Uh, liter of cola? Do we make liter of cola? <laughs> Just and order a large farva. I don't want I don't a large, large farva. farva. I want a goddamn I leader. Because <laughs> like, I don't know what that is. <laughs> leader is French. Forgive me some fucking cola. <laughs> <laughs> he has some of the best lines in the entire movie. <laughs> but so they get their food. And Farva's like, hey, does that look like spit? And and Thorny's like, yeah. <laughs> and Farva goes, ah, fuck it. Just eats it anyway. Just eats it anyway. But he's like, it doesn't matter because I'm about to win $10 million. Because it's, it's got- one of those games where you like pull the little tab off the cup. And Thorny's like, what would you do with $10 million? And you can't say buy the Cleveland Cavaliers. <laughs> so he's like, well, I would get a $10 million car. Thorny says, I'd still catch you. Well, then I'd make my car grow wings and fly away. Fly away. <laughs> you never catch so me. He pulls, he pulls the thing off, and there's just a hole in the cup, and it just starts spewing all over him. And I'm like, how did they do that? It would have to be like they would have to go in from behind and just like it would be so hard to only cut the cup and not cut the little tab. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a uh, it's a commendable prank. Yeah. But Farva loses his mind. He's like, God damn Burger Punk! <laughs> Burger Punk! And so he, and I love... he, he like spears the guy over the over the counter. Yeah. The guy's like looking down at something and he slides headfirst over the counter yeah. and the guy just goes, ah! <laughs> With his hands at his sides and just gets tackled. But so Far- Farva gets arrested for this big melee at the, the Dippus burger and he's getting deloused at the local police station they're throwing all this powder on him and like hosing him down and he you see kevin heffernan's dick yeah you he see kevin heffernan's dick uh, i don't know if anyone ever wanted to see kevin heffernan's dick but if you do there it is there. in all its glory 
But um, Grady comes in and he's like, you know, hey, sorry about the delousing. It's it's standard procedure. <laughs> and Power goes, it's powdered sugar. Powdered sugar. <laughs> Grady's like, the police hate powdered sugar. <laughs> and he's just like, it's delicious. Delicious. <laughs> and Grady's like, uh, okay. Good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but Grady offers him a job on the local police force. And Farva tells him, you know, I'm all highway. So back at the station, Mac is just like, you know, did you watch, did you guys watch the Johnny Chimpo cartoons? And they're like, yeah, we watched it. There's, there's nothing there. Mac's like, well, maybe you should watch it again. <laughs> they're like, we, we told you there's nothing there. And he like kind of p- points at one of the big bricks of weed and is just like, maybe you should check again. Check again. <laughs> so we see them all just like smoking this joint, watching jo- Johnny Chimpo, which is all in, you know, Afghani. Yeah. But they're still just cracking up. Yeah, later, yeah, they bring in the German to translate, which apparently he speaks. (laughs) He says the the, the butler is telling Johnny Chimpo not to let Satan convince him of the ways of the Western world. (laughs) But uh, Brian Cox tells Farva, there was a time we'd take guys like you out back and beat you with a hose, but now you got your goddamn unions. (laughs) And Farber's like, you know, I'm not a pro-union guy. (laughs) (laughs) But Cox comes in while all the guys are smoking weed and watching Johnny Chimpo, and he, like, freaks out. And Farber tells him, look, this, or Brian Cox says, this Farber thing really kind of screwed our pooch, and we are up against it right now. And they're like, you can't lump us in with him. Our shenanigans are cheeky and fun, and his shenanigans are uh, Sad cruel, and tra- cr- cruel and tragic, <laughs> which makes them not shenanigans, really. Evil shenanigans. Evil shenanigans. The next time one of you says shenanigans, I'm going to pistol whip you. <laughs> hey, Farva, is that a restaurant you like with all the goofy shit on the wall and the mozzarella sticks? Uh, shenanigans? Oh, <laughs> they like go to hand and, and Mac, put that shit away. <laughs> Talking about shenanigans, right? Uh. But so Foster and Ursula go to meet Incognito. Uh, she comes in and she's got like her hair is all teased up. She's wearing this cut off tank top and sunglasses and leather pants. Yeah, she's like a and, like a motorcycle biker. Right, and we see Foster is wearing like a skin tight unitard with a bicycle helmet and he's Lance like oh strong looking <laughs> yeah, like, oh, i'm an idiot i'm an idiot <laughs> <laughs> which is a great sight gag for sure oh yeah but ursula says that she has this idea that they'll get the weed and they'll give it to the governor when she shows up for her party and then you know she'll have to recognize how well they did and, and give them more money in the budget Foster's like, ah, oh, it's just like Cagney and Lacey. Ursula's like, well, Cagney and Lacey were women. Foster's like, I could be Lacey. <laughs> uh, the next day at target practice, Mac shows up wearing nothing but a metal cup. Yeah. And he's like, man, such and such bulletproofing is the tops. And so he's like, how, how you shooting today, Thorny? And Thorne pulls up his target, and it's he's like, you know, dead on all day. And there's just this cluster 
of gunshots right in the right in the center, but then one in the neck. Yeah. And Max, like, what's uh, what's up with that? And that <laughs> actually, guy. Take, this is the line I quote the most when yeah. Thorne goes, "Oh, that little guy." I wouldn't worry about that little guy. <laughs> that little guy. And I'm like, hmm, that seems like something to worry about. <laughs> yeah, I, I would worry. <laughs> but so Matt goes and stands in front of the targets, and Thorny shoots him in the dick in this metal yeah. cup, and he like sends him yeah. flying backwards. Yeah. How, how, how are you feeling? How are you feeling, Mac? Good enough to fuck your mother. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. Meanwhile, rabbits in the background just like huh? <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> driving. <laughs> Brian Cox shows up. He's like, ah, the old bulletproof cup. I invented this gag. Except in my day, we made the rookie get naked. And he like points his the gun at, at his at car and shoots and it shoots out the window and he goes. And we used blanks. Mac, you are one sick motherfucker. <laughs> Mac's like, thanks, Chief. <laughs> so they're at the uh, the governor's party. And the, the governor shows up with, with her little aide. Did you know that the governor is, be, is played by Linda Carter? Wonder Woman? Wonder Woman? I didn't, didn't recognize her. Yep. But she's like, what is this thing? Humane society? And her aide is like, oh, it's a drug bust. She goes, what, cocaine? Uh, no, marijuana. Then what are we doing here? (laughs) Which is hilarious. 21 years later, uh, that we're still dealing with that nonsense. Yeah, it's legal in most, in most states, but, uh, I I don't think Vermont's one of them. (laughs) But they, they left two guys. They left Rando and Smy back at the station and the phones are just ringing off the hook and they're answering. They're like, yeah, you know, we, we've heard, we've, we've gotten plenty of calls. We've, we're sending people out to it. Don't worry. And so finally Smy's just like, all right, I'm, I'm going to have to go check this out. That's like 30 calls. <laughs> I, I guess it's not Rando. It's the other guy whose name is yeah. <laughs> whatever. He's more Rando than Rando. Yeah. The other cop. But yeah, he's like, what about me? He's like, someone has to be here to answer the phones. Ah, fuck it. <laughs> and so they go out and they see Rabbit in this Halloween costume of a guy fucking a bear. Yep. It's like his legs are the bear's back legs and then there's fake legs behind him. Behind him. And he's got a, a boombox playing noises of bear, of bear sounds. sounds. Yep. And he's just like, woo! Oh, yeah! Oh, yeah! <laughs> Which, uh, 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 so they're so they're like they're like trying to get his attention, right? And he's like, "Do you need attention, bear fucker?" Which is he's I like, quote that all the time. Me. Bear, bear fucker, <laughs> do you need assistance? <laughs> and uh, is he they, they... is the bear? <laughs> <laughs> it's illegal i know that much yeah so they go after him with a gun yeah and so he takes off running and you just see like the fake legs dangling behind oh god uh meanwhile farva shows up at the party and they're like i thought you told him you know i thought he wasn't coming max like i tried farva's like i thought you said bolarama yeah 
<laughs> he goes up to the bar. He's like, "Give me six Schlitzes." Ah, whatever's free. <laughs> Fucking Schlitz, disgusting. And then he goes up to Cox and Mac. He's like, "Open bar, dude." dude. Which we all know that guy. We all know that oh, guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I know who you're thinking about as well. <laughs> <laughs> but so Farva just gets tanked and he's just like, hey Mac, you want to go punch for punch? Mac just punches him right in the balls. Okay. And he's like, oh, good one. I did not specify. <laughs> coming. And then Ursula walks by and he goes, never should have shit. Come through. <laughs> <laughs> But so um, it was Rabbit and Thorn finally show up with the weed. Yeah. In a montage of like. Yeah. Of there's like, like split the, screens, like four split screens. Yeah. And like there's one where like Farva's like puking. So they have like a, a, <laughs> a puke jet into the toilet. And then there's like a video of him like taking two or three bottles of the head. And then there's uh, uh, seeing uh, Rabbit or yeah uh rabbit with the uh, uh r- running through the forest and then they finally get to the governor's palace or the governor's ball or wh- whatever it is i guess it was foster and thorn that show up foster and they've, yeah they got these duffel bags and, but they get there and they notice that the governor is already on stage with all the bricks of weed and the local police so they like open the duffel bags and there's just random trash inside along with a, a piece of cardboard that says enjoy your new jobs <clears throat> Because it's, uh, it's recycling. Fo- yeah. Yeah. Foster goes and finds Ursula and is just like, you know, you sold us out? How could you? And she's like, no, I, I, I would never do that. And he's like, what's Grady giving you? You know, is he going to put you out on the field or, you're, or are you fucking him too? Mm-hmm. And so she tases him. Yeah. And then knees him in the balls. Yep. Good for her. Um, oh, I <laughs> forgot to mention. Right after Grady gives his speech about he says you know we, we identified the dead woman in the rv uh we've been calling her the louisville smuggler yeah. <laughs> and right at this moment farmer comes by with a glass or with a bottle of champagne that he shook up he's like farmer's number one he's drunk out of his mind oh yeah but foster tells ursula that she crapped on his heart because <laughs> you crapped on my heart <laughs> But so that night, they're all at the... Oh, wait, um, wait, wait. wait. <laughs> Rabbit runs up because Mac is going to punch Foster, right? But Foster falls back down in, in the parking lot. And then Rabbit is like, did we get him? Did we get him? And you just see Mac punch the bear. And he goes... <laughs> <The bear. laughs> um, yeah, so that night, they're at the um, highway patrol station. They're all drinking. Brian Cox comes in. He's like, you know, starts. He's like, who wants to do shots? Whatever. We're all going to lose our job anyways. Fuck it. And uh, somebody asked Foster, you know, they're, they're like, how could you let Ursula do this? And Max like, why would you use your head when you could be having some cop on cop? Fucky sucky. <laughs> Fucky sucky. <laughs> Uh, and Rabbit's like, you, you didn't talk about anything like this? And Max's like, they were two cops fucking. Like, what do you think they talked about? <laughs> Rabbit goes, I don't know, doing it, positions and stuff. 
And uh, Max says something to Brian Cox about like him being like a father. And Brian Cox goes, if you were my son, I would have smothered you by now. <laughs> smothered me in gravy, you big you dirty man. man. <laughs> ah. uh. <laughs> but so they hear something in the locker room and they go in there and Favre is in there. And he's got a local police yeah. cop, a, a, a Spurberry police cop uniform he's on. Blues. And Brian Cox is just like, what are you doing in that uniform? Favre was like, look who's talking, denim Dan. Where'd you get the Canadian tuxedo? <laughs> you look like the president and CEO of Levi Strauss. <laughs> but so they, they take Favre and they handcuff him to a toilet. And they, they go out in his car and they're just absolutely pissed. And they're still drinking as they're but, driving around. But they make it very obvious that Rabbit is not drinking and he is the one driving. That's true. Yeah. Yep. But so yeah, everyone else is drinking and Cox is like, let's pull somebody over. They pull this guy over and he goes up and he's just like peeing on the guy's door while the guy's getting his license registration. That's an honest door. <laughs> he's like, when you got to go, you got to go. <laughs> but so then they go to Grady's house. <laughs> I love this scene so much. Brian Cox gets out and he's like, he's not home. And Matt goes, and she go. Brian Cox is like, look what I found. Two by four. <laughs> and Matt's like, you go, girl. Like, you go, girl. Uh, Foster gets on the radio with Ursula. First, Mac does his best Farva impression. He's like, Ursula. Come here, Ursula. Ursula. I love you. Sir, this is a police channel. (laughs) But so Foster apologizes and Ursula's like, all right, look, if you're if you're really sorry, meet me at Route 9 and Okeechobee Road. (laughs) Rabbit's like, she say Okeechobee? Foster's like, well, she's Okie (laughs) Dokie. I don't think this is where I got Okie Dokie, but I say okie dokie more than any other person I know. <laughs> Which is funny because I also got in trouble at the place that we both used to work, or I used to work, uh, 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 saying okie dokie in an email. That's so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But suddenly they see the semi roll by and they notice that it's Gal- Galifianakis driving and it says runty soap. <laughs> Yeah, runty soap. Real clever, guys. Yeah, yeah. They just like scraped the the bottom of the bee off. Yeah. But so they start going after him. But then Farva pulls him over in his in his own car, which is this bright orange, bright orange sports car. Like, yeah. And they're like, "No, you know, we got to go after that truck, and we got to get him." Farva's like, "Using what? Super citizen power." <laughs> And I love Max is like, you're not gonna stop me from getting my job back. And he tries to tackle him, and Farva just like moves and he just slides over the hood. <laughs> but Thorin tells Farva, he's like, look, if we're wrong, no big deal. We walk away. But if we're right, you could be a hero. Hero. He's like, Yeah, Team Ramrod, right? And so they follow this truck and they see that he's so, uh, uh... 
some somewhere in that in in that discussion, they uh, 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 Farva says something, and he, uh, Mac is like, uh, he's like, you are being a total fuckhead. Oh yeah, and no, you are under arrest for being a complete and total, total fuckhead. Head. <laughs> <laughs> but so they see this truck is uh, getting these bricks of weed from this plane with a big Canadian flag on the side. And suddenly the local cops show up and Favre is just like, Oh, you bastards. I could have been in on this bust. Yep. And so he like goes off and he's like going to join, join his the team cops. when they realize that the cops are actually running protection for these drug dealers. And so they're like, all right, what, what can we do here? Like, are there any guns in Favre's car? And they're like, nope, there's uh, there's some flares and some string. And then they pull out this briefcase and they, they open it up. You don't see what's in it right away. But Thorne's just like, oh, Farva, you lonely, you sad, lonely man. <laughs> and he looks at Ursula and he goes, oh, it's got your name written name on it. Yeah. Ugh, gross. Ugh. But so Farva runs up to Grady and Rando and he's just like, hey, guys, we did it. We caught the drug dealers. Woo. And suddenly... You see Farva's car roll in. There's nobody driving it, mm-hmm. but there's this blow-up doll tied to, tied to the roof. It says Ursula written across the chest. Yeah. And Farva's just like, that's my car. That's my girl. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but the car stops, and the trunk pops open, and everybody jumps out of the trunk. And Grady goes to Brian Cox. He goes, are you drunk? He's like, drunk enough to kick your ass. <laughs> Uh, Farva tackles uh, Galakinokis. Brian Cox knocks out Grady. And he's like, give my regards to Bobby Baboon. <laughs> yeah. A couple days later, they get a letter from the governor. It's, you know, commends them on their brave, impressive, but most of all, unorthodox, unorthodox. <laughs> And we're going to buy you a tank. Yeah, and thwarting the drug smuggling ring and in, in extreme police corruption. And Max like, and we're going to buy you a Use tank. tank. <laughs> but it says they've reevaluated the budget and they are going, they are forced to still close down the department. Sincerely, Governor Fuckhead. <laughs> so not quite the happy ending that we thought we were going to get, but we cut to three months later. There's this party going on this St. Anki beer truck rolls up, which is supposed to be stanky. Is that the joke? Yeah. yeah. I'm sure. But uh, Thorne and rabbit get out. They're wearing St. Anki coveralls. They get a keg and they're like carrying it up to the door. And they're talking about, you know, this, this isn't so bad. You get a cool uniform, get to be outside, all the beer you can drink, all, you, all the beer you can drink. So they knock on the door and the, the stoner guy that was driving the car earlier answers the door and he's just like, Oh God. Oh God. And then he looks at (laughs) the two. Yeah. They're like, you know, don't worry about it. We're not police anymore. Our department got shut down. This is, this is what we do now. And then suddenly like sweet Lou comes flying down the stairs and he's like, Oh, beautiful beer. (laughs) He looks up and he's like, Oh no. (laughs) But the other guy's like, dude, it's cool. They got fired. (laughs) Which is a shitty thing to say in front of the people. Yeah, right in front of them. But so just to fuck with them, they would make them like carry the keg in and then like move it yeah. all around the room. Like, I think it's better feng shui if it's feng over, there. over there. 
Actually, it's it's better flow over here. <laughs> and they're like, all right, I just need someone to sign for this, and I need to see an ID. And Sweet Lou's like, I don't have any ID, but Abraham Lincoln here says I'm 21, and he never told a lie. <laughs> and Thor's like, actually, it was George Washington that never told a lie. And he's like, oh, you drive a hard bargain, but okay. He pulls out a one. He's like, actually, why don't you guys split, split it? it? Yep. Rips it in half. And Thorne's like, you ready for the fun part? Here comes the fun part. They pull open Spray their coveralls. Police. and They're like, Spray police. Nobody move. The kids all run, you know. Mac and Ursula come in. I love Mac's like <laughs> raising the roof as he comes in. <laughs> Where's everybody going, huh? Suddenly the kid who was in the backseat runs out from, I assume, the basement or something. And his hair's all in like these little twirls. He's like, oh, I love I this. Love <laughs> He goes to run and he runs right into Farva, who's in riot gear. Yeah. Farva's like, what the crap? How come nobody told me? <laughs> uh, and then they just like start partying as the credits roll. They're like playing chicken with riot shields and they're like doing beer bongs and uh, drinking out of their megaphones. Yeah. Just having a great old time. And then, yeah, like mid credits, they show Farva's uh, school bus incident. So he had the school bus pulled over and this kid like poured, it looked like milk poured milk out the window at him and so he just like opened the back door and just started brawling with these teenagers <laughs> it's like that scene from uh oh. uh, uh step brothers where there's bum 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 they're like, yeah. beating, they're on the, the, on the side of the highway yeah <laughs> and that is super troopers if, the if you only, don't think that's the only super you, troopers movie yeah um yeah like max said there's rumors that they're making a third one which is weird because i didn't know there was a second one who knew but if you don't think this movie's funny then i don't know if i want to be your friend yeah it's it's infinitely quotable it still holds up it's it is it's probably the funniest broken lizards movie yeah for sure uh uh and like because they did did they do beer fest yes they did beer fest but they didn't do euro trip no okay because those came out around at the same time and there was a lot of like talk about those two but uh beer fest was fine um um i haven't seen club dread uh uh didn't they do a the slam and salmon slam and salmon that's is that's grossly like, underrated yeah that's uh it's like a he's a superhero right no it's a re- they work at a restaurant oh am i thinking about the boxer one the hebrew hammer but that's not that's not broken lizard that's not them no no but michael clark duncan does play a boxer in slam and salmon mm. big ups yeah r.i.p one love one love uh, um, hilarious movie. Uh, true, truly, truly timeless. I, I do not think that that it will ever go out of style. Yeah, and like you said, there's like it, it just seeps into your subconscious to the point where you're quoting things that like maybe you didn't even notice. Yep. Like like I'll say like that's a lot of hooch. <laughs> yeah. Like just these throwaway right. lines in the movie, and yet I quote them so many times, all the time. I don't ever say, baby, you rocked me, though. <laughs> please, please, please do. 
please do. Hey, right. hey, Lynn. <laughs> Next time I'm in the boudoir. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah, this is a great movie. You can rent it anywhere for $4. It's $3.99. Yep. Worth it. Uh, I, I considered buying it, but it's it's $14.99 to buy, so I don't that was supposed to seem like still a little much to me, but you could probably uh, buy a Blu-ray for five bucks though. Probably. And it's worth it. Yeah. I, yeah. I can't recommend this movie enough. And I'm, I, this was one of the movies that like one of the first movies that when we started doing this podcast, I was like, there's no way. Yeah. But this is, this is fairly low. Like 36% is not like, it's not close. Yeah. And, and, and when you, when you pinged me about, about being on, and was like, what's a movie? And I'm like, well, first I was like Boondock Saints because that's one of my favorite movies of all time. And then I'm like, maybe I want to do like a comedy. So I was like, Super Troopers. And then you texted back, I can't believe that this movie is so low. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. If, if you haven't seen it, I mean, obviously we, we do recommend you watch the movies before you listen to the podcast. But uh, <laughs> if you haven't seen it, go watch it it's just it's piss your pants funny it's so good really really funny it's like 88 minutes or 92 minutes or whatever it's it's good it's it's 100 minutes actually oh my god well still still good still funny yeah it flies it oh yeah it it doesn't it doesn't feel like an hour and 40 minutes for sure yeah um, yeah, I, hopefully you enjoyed this movie and hopefully you enjoyed this podcast. Uh, if you did head over to Apple podcasts, give us a five-star rating. Uh, you can put anything you want in the text box. You can just put, you know, mother of God, you can put, uh, uh, that's I a lot of hooch. All that is man. Tell us that you're all that is man. Uh, and tell us that we rocked you. <laughs> Baby, you rocked me. <laughs> Also, make sure you follow us uh, on social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram uh, as Cult of Splat. You can follow me personally. I'm on Twitter and Instagram as the Taylor Bartle. Max, what do you want to promote? Uh, hey, I do wrestling stuff a lot uh, now again. So uh, Without a Cause, it's a wrestling company out here in the Pacific Northwest, Everett, Washington, to be exact. Um, so you can follow us there, Without a Cause, WA, everywhere. Um, and then you can follow me for a lot of puns and uh, awful, terrible jokes at Max in the PNW everywhere. Yeah, uh, big, uh, big without a cause show coming up year four. Tickets still available. Yeah, they're flying. Uh, I keep on getting pings. So right on. Cool. Uh, yeah. So go follow Max. Go follow me. Go follow Cultus Plat. Uh, we'll see you next week. And I'll tell you right now, we're going to be doing Beer Fest. So. We will see you then. See ya. Kevin's not here to do the to do the bye. Bye bye. <laughs> bye. That's 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 a good one for this episode. Yeah. <laughs> bye bye. Bye.